Well, praise the Lord. It is a great day and it's a day for us to give God praise and thanks for his goodness towards us. First of all, we think of his love, his mercy, his grace for all that he has done for us and all that he is doing for us. We need to stop when we find ourselves alive in the morning and say, praise the Lord. The songwriter Frederick Whitfield, he said in the song entitled, Oh, How I Love Jesus. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing its worth. It sounds like music in mine ear, the sweetest name on earth. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus, because he first loved me. Yes, I love the Lord, and I believe that you love the Lord too. But God has placed within us the capacity whereby that we can love each other. He said, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if you would have love one for the other. We are looking at this matter of the family. We are thinking of married and miserable. We do believe that there are folks who are married today and in the relationship, but they are not happy. They are miserable. I said to you that many times we would see people even come to church and you would look at the couple and you say, boy, hey, they, they got it all together. But you should have been home before they left or you should have been in the car while they were coming. But they were able to cover it well so that others may not see it. You know, the words that may have been passed in the morning on the way to you to church, we look at that and we call it verbal abuse. But let me take this a little deeper this morning, and some of you may or may not agree with me on this one, but it's okay. It's all right for us to agree to disagree and still love each other. I want to speak to you a little bit this morning on what I call spiritual abuse. Is there such a thing as spiritual abuse? Well, when I'm through, you would, you would see where I'm coming from in regards to this matter of spiritual abuse. And I want to thank you so much for you know, listening and following along and sharing, you know, with others and even sharing the thoughts uh, after you would hear them with others as you call or even as you meet your friends and you talk about that. I want to thank you. What is happening? God, I believe that God is using you to, you know, help others to get his word out there. So, sad to say, many abuse their spouse. And when I say spouse, I don't just mean a wife. It could be a husband or a wife. They abuse their spouse and seems to use scripture to get their way. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? They seem to use the scripture so that the person would feel like they are so wrong, they are so sinful. They use scripture to get their way. For instance, in Ephesians chapter 5, and it's verse 22, it says, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Now, there are some husbands, when they want to get their way, they would say something and then use this scripture. Did you hear what the Bible said? That you must submit yourself and you are not submissive to me. Using scripture and sometimes what they are asking the wife to do, surely is not what God will want the wife to do. They use scriptures such as 1 Corinthians chapter 7, 
and verse number four, where the wife had no power over her own body, but the husband, and likewise also the husband had no power of his own body, but the wife. You know where you're going with that. They use scriptures, or many use scriptures like 1 Corinthians 7 and verse 5, where the scripture said, Defraud ye not one the other, except it be with consent for a time that ye may give yourselves a fasting and prayer, and come together again that Satan tempt you not for your incontinency or lack of self-control. Yes, we know these scriptures, but many times they are used as a form of abuse. Now, Spiritual abuse comes in the form of denying a person the freedom to practice the religion of their choice. Yeah. Denying the person the freedom of practicing the religion of their choice. You see, one of the things that I've often said is that, you know, before you get married, these are the things that need to be worked out. That's why the scripture said over and repeated times that, and ask the question, can two walk together? except they be agreed, they even talk, the scripture speaks about being unequally yoked. And you know, and the person may not want to be a part of your religion, or you may not want to be a part of their religion, and that becomes a problem in the family. Watch out for that before you get married to such a person. That should be taken care of, of course. And then forcing someone to violate his or her beliefs. That's the person's belief. You're forcing them to violate his or her belief. Now think of it. As a Christian, you will not want anyone to force you to violate your belief. Yeah. One may say, but you know, but we are right. Well, the other person believes that he or she is right too. So we gotta be careful with that. And then making one feels guilty religiously for not doing what he or she wants them to do. That can be a real problem. I look at things like that and I said, that could be spiritual abuse. Making one feels guilty religiously for not doing what he or she wants them to do. It is said, and it is true, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. Could you imagine how miserable one could be in a family who don't want to be a Baptist? But the husband is a Baptist and forced her to be a Baptist. And every time she comes to church, she feels bad because she is a Baptist and she don't want to be a Baptist. Could you imagine how terrible that could be? Or could you imagine you as a Baptist, someone forcing you to be a Jehovah Witness and you don't want to be a Jehovah Witness, but you got to go to be with the Jehovah Witness because this person is forcing you to be a Jehovah Witness. Could you imagine you are a Christian and someone forcing you to be a Muslim that you got to take on their religion. You got to do what they require of you to do. Could you imagine how that will be? Yes. Well, just imagine it happens in relationships. It happens in families. That happens every day. And when those things happen in families and relationships, you can only imagine how that person is married, but that person is miserable in their marriage. Boy, that's why the scripture is always true. Can two walk together except they be agreed? You have decided that you're going to come together and be one. 
but you're not agreeing on anything. But how can you walk together and know that you're married? You're trying to see if you can force someone to walk the way that you want them to walk, to do the things that you want them to do, and then to go ahead and use the scripture and say, but you are not submitting. We must be careful with these things. I know the scriptures say, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. But you know, we don't have to go too far from verse 22, because if you go to verse 21, it, the scripture also says, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. That's what's important. What God thinks about this relationship. I trust that these mornings that I've been sharing with you, that something that was said, I will continue to share Tomorrow morning, we will look at this matter of economic abuse. Yeah, next morning, economic abuse. I trust even as I share with that, that that will help somewhat for us to understand how that too become abusive in a relationship and causes a person, a persons in the relationship to be miserable, married and miserable. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We lift up your name and we adore you. And we pray for every marriage this morning. Lord, that you will just be the center of them all. And we know that when you are the center of them all, great things will be done for you, Lord, and families will benefit greatly. Have your way, save the lost, consecrated, save. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. God bless you all. Do have a great day in the Lord.